Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, say, see. If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Engaged in the political process. Honest. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise. Rise. The Monica Matthews Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Thursday to you, American patriots. How are you? Hanging in there? How are you doing doing uh, during COVID? Kids going back to school? Not going back to school? Love to hear from you. MonicaMatthews.com. You can sound off about this show podcast on my website. I have an open mic feature. I love to hear from you guys. Sometimes I play you live on my show, so just be aware of that. You don't have to use your name unless you want to. But I love hearing your voice about what's going on in your world. What's going on in your lives? How are you handling life? Love to hear from you. I'm really looking forward to my live streaming and taking your calls. Still working on that. Details, details, devil's in the details, but so is God. Don't ever forget that. Speaking of details, brings me to my story today that really caught my eye for a number of reasons. It's not because I'm a huge Steve Bannon fan, but I am a President Trump fan And I am aware of timing of certain tactics of the left. I am um, discerning. And I'm a huge proponent of the nonprofit sector. Um, I am, you know, I've raised funds myself. It is a full-time job for some people. Uh, You know, people, anytime someone gives of their money, it is not to be taken lightly, right? Like these are your hard-earned resources or, you know, in this day and age, you could be using resources that you're getting from unemployment. I don't know. Either way, you have made a decision to um, disconnect, to disengage from some of your money voluntarily, willingly. And so every now and then, or more than every now and then, people come along pulling at your heartstrings, opportunists abound, opportunity arises, passions are, you know, uh, flaring. The country is fed up with open borders. People are like, we're going to build a wall ourselves. You know, how many of us actually said, hey, put me in a in a truck and let's get some, you know, uh, shovels and in dirt and whatever we need, and let's go down there and build it ourselves. Many of us as patriots have actually said that over the course of watching thousands, millions of people pour in our borders and us going, hmm, wow, so much for immigration laws, right? So when you feel helpless and you see that your government's not really fulfilling the promises that they said they would keep with regard to building a wall, 
sometimes, because thanks to Congress, sometimes you're like, you know what, we're just going to take this into our, our own hands, which is exactly apparently what Steve Bannon and three of his compadres decided to do. And I'm going to read this to you because I have, I've gone over this a few times today. I am not an investigative reporter. I am a straight up red blooded American patriot, mama, you know, minister, singer, uh, media person and all that. Right. So, so I'm not an attorney. I'm not an expert on all things, um, nonprofit, uh, but, but this is a very curious case to me. And because I've seen what's happened to the likes of Roger Stone, General Flynn, and listen, I'm not saying that Steve Bannon should be exonerated. We do have due process. I'm looking forward to that. But, but I am saying that he was arrested yesterday. I'm sorry, this morning, along with, I'm like always a day ahead. I think it's Friday because today really is my podcast Friday usually. So Steve Bannon, along with three of his counterparts were arrested in basically a fraudulent Ponzi scheme that that involved American citizens who thought they were sending money to build the wall. Okay. And so I want to take the time to read this to you because timelines are important following the timeline. Listen again, I'm not a federal investigator, but just trying to read between the lines here to see whether or not Something nefarious was really going on. It just caught my attention today, and I'd, I'd love to know what your opinion uh, is of it. And it's, it is sad. The president's response was, huh, I didn't know. Uh, you know, that's a sad thing. Well, it is a sad thing. I mean, I know he's worked with Mr. Bannon in the past. You know, I don't think President Trump really celebrates the downfall of people as much as uh, some might think he does. For God's sakes, the man went over and, you know, basically fist bumped, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un, right? Little rocket man. So I don't, I just don't think he's as hung up on, um, with the exception of the media, I don't think he's as hung up on his enemies as people think he is. And, and especially people who he's moved on from in his, um, in his role as president, you know, at least from what we've seen, he's not exactly on a weekly phone call with Steve Bannon. And and uh, what I thought was interesting was getting uh, Trey Gowdy's take on this. He was on Fox today with Trace Gallagher. If you recall, Trey Gowdy, our former uh, chair of the House Oversight Committee, he was on today. And Trace was asking him, you know, hey, what what do you think is going to come of all of this? What What do you think we should be, you know, on the lookout for? And this is what Trey had to say. Yeah, Trace, let's just make sure your viewers know who Steve Bannon is. He's the same guy who claimed credit for the president's victory. He wrote a kiss-and-tell book when he left the White House, accused Donald Trump Jr. of an act of treason, said there was zero chance the president didn't know about the Trump Tower meeting, and is the only person on the planet, literally, Trace, the only person on the planet that can elect a Democrat in Alabama because he backed Roy Moore. That's Steve Bannon. Having said that, I'm not one who wants to burn the justice system down. We have a presumption Mm -hmm. of innocence. The indictment's a formal charge. It is not evidence. But what you just laid out, what the Southern District just laid out, is a classic fraud scheme. Mm, A classic fraud scheme. Okay, so let's lay this thing out. And And you be not the judge. right? I mean, it's okay for us to use judgment in a matter. But how about this? You be the discerner. 
Okay. Steve Bannon, I'm going to read this verbatim from the foxnews.com. Not that you can't go do it yourself, but since you're listening to me and you like to hear my voice, apparently, I'm going to read it for you. Ready? Uh, Steve Bannon, a former advisor to President Trump, was among four suspects arrested Thursday and indicted in connection with an online fundraising campaign that allegedly defrauded donors of hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, the Justice Department announced. According to the indictment, Bannon and co-defendant Brian Colfage told the public that they were, quote, a volunteer organization and that 100% of the money raised would go toward their stated goal, which was to raise money for the federal government to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. So stop right there. They're they're raising money. 100% of the money was raised that would go, it would go toward their stated goal, which was to raise money for the federal government to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, the indictment says, by according to prosecutors, those representations were false. Prosecutors claim that Colfage, Bannon, Andrew Botolato, and Timothy Shea took money for themselves as the campaign raised upward of $25 million. The indictment alleges that Bannon received more than $1 million through a nonprofit that he then used for personal expenses and to pay Colfage. Stop right there. So we know that there are many legal ways for you to create other entities that are a branch of your nonprofit. Uh, You can look to a number of Democrats who practice this ad nauseum. As soon as there's another, you know, victim, uh, another victim campaign to be, to be capitalized upon, you'll notice that certain Certain folks will run out and start a nonprofit, right? And then they'll create uh, for profits and other entities that are aligned with the nonprofit that is totally legal. Again, I'm not a legal scholar. I'm not an attorney. Do not take my advice for this, but but this is what I know can be done and is done legally. Okay. So this was my first cause for pause where I was like, hmm, okay. So. He gets the money. Oh, they've raised over $25 million. Uh, they're now indicted because uh, the indictment alleges that Bannon received more than $1 million through a nonprofit that he then used for personal expenses and to pay collage. Okay, ready? Here we go. So prosecutors say that Bannon and the others used the nonprofit and a shell company to hide payments to Colfage by using fake invoices and sham vendor arrangements, as well as other means of keeping the payments quiet. The indictment stated that in order to raise funds, Colfage and Bannon repeatedly and falsely told the public that Colfage would not take a penny in compensation. According to prosecutors, Colfage instructed payments to be made out to his spouse, and this was reflected in a 1099 form uh, the nonprofit issued saying the payment was for media. Okay. Maybe his, maybe his wife was a media representative. Maybe she's not. The campaign's website said that all of the money raised would go to the government for building the wall. And that if they did not meet their fundraising target, they would quote refund every single penny, according to the indictment. Within a week of Colfage launching the campaign in December of 2018, they raised roughly $17 million. 
<laughs> oh, don't you guys wish you had a Colfage, right? Someone who could raise 17 million bucks in a week. That is nuts. I mean, I mean, okay, not to be crass, but there are people literally who need, you know, kidneys and things, organs, um, who cannot raise 50 bucks, much less $17 million. But when it comes to our wall, buddy, we are on it like Donkey Kong. Okay, so this, I'm reading on Fox.com. Ready? Due to concerns over where the money was going, the crowdfunding platform told, which I'm not believing for a second, but told Colfage to identify a nonprofit that the money would go to or the funds would be returned. At that point, prosecutors said Bannon and Botolato worked on creating the nonprofit We Build the Wall, Inc. Okay, the stated goal was then changed to using the money to privately construct the wall and past donors had to agree to have their money used for that purpose. They were assured that all of the money would go to wall construction and not to Colfage or the organization's board. This is all part of the indictment. When Colfage, Bannon, and Botolato learned in the fall of 2019 that the endeavor was under federal investigation, they allegedly, quote, took additional steps to conceal the fraudulent scheme, end quote. The indictment says this allegedly included using encrypted messaging applications, putting a stop to Colfage's salary payments, and removing text from the website saying that Colfage would not be compensated while adding a notification that he would begin collecting a salary in January 2020. So as I'm following this, I'm thinking, okay, so did Bannon have a nonprofit that he was using? Like, was he funneling stuff to the, to a nonprofit that was already in existence? Or is this guy, you know, tell, is Fox telling us that, um, or who wrote this? Who wrote this? Uh, yes, Ron Blitzer. Is Ron telling it? Ron, of course. Is Ron telling us that he already had a nonprofit and they were funneling money to that? Or that... This nonprofit was set up that it that it wasn't a nonprofit. It was just this thing. It was like a crowdfunding source that people were trusting seventeen million of their dollars with in one week. They're like, "Hey, it's Steve Bannon. We trust Steve. We've seen his face all over Fox News and others. So we're just gonna give them seventeen million dollars to give to the government to give to the government." Okay, now things have changed though. Right? Because they're like, hey, the crowdfunding source is like, look, y'all, you either give us a nonprofit to send this money to, or all bets are off and every dollar has to go back. Okay. All right. So here we go. So we got into the fake invoices, into the shell, and all of that. Okay. So the campaign's website said that all of the money raised would go to the government for building the wall, and that if they did not meet their fundraising target, they would refund every single dollar da, 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 within a week. Okay. We got all that. Um, so now the goal has changed, right? This is where we left off to using the money to privately construct the wall. So, so, so now they're going to privately construct it, which could, which could incur all forms, all, all kinds of costs, right? I mean, naturally you, you would have administrative costs. You would have overhead. Now, again, 
getting into the details and semantics of what's legal and what's not legal, what you can write off, what you can't, what, you know, that's not my area of expertise. This just, again, this caught my attention because the devil really is in the details, but I always say, and God is too. And the timing of this is just so fishy. It's almost as fishy as the, as the fish steak I had for lunch today. I mean, it's just what I have swordfish, right? And my house still smells like it. So, but it's, it's just fishy. The timing is fishy because they're always attempting to align the president with some dirt bag, some, some stupid decision that someone's made who's been associated with him because he's always guilty by association, always by the left in mainstream media, which is why he hates mainstream media. And I don't blame him. All right, here we go. As soon as they learn, oh crap, we're under investigation, you know, let we got to put stuff up there that, hey, by the way, fun fact, coming to January 2020 near you, uh, Colfage will in fact be receiving a salary. Fun fact. So, here we go. As alleged, the defendants defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors, capitalizing on their interest in funding a border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all of that money would be spent on construction. This is acting U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss. Uh, that's what she said in her statement. While repeatedly assuring donors that Brian Colfage, the founder and public face of We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent. The defendant secretly schemed to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to Colfage, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. Now, coming out of New York in AOC territory, I don't even know what lavish lifestyle means anymore. What does that mean? Like, and how do you know that he was spent? How maybe he has other schemes? Maybe he has other sources of income. How do you know? I mean, define lavish, right? It's kind of like people who hate on pastors who have money or pastors who have private planes. I get it for, for those who ask their congregation to fund their private planes that, you know, I, I understand the cause for pause there. I really do. But for people who, these pastors who sell books and merchandise and all kinds, they have all kinds of other streams. Trust me, your pastor, your mega church pastors uh, particularly have multiple streams of income. Many of them are much like the president and they're not even taking a salary from their churches. The president is not taking a salary for being the president. And he could name another president that's done that. So very interesting. Again, the devil's in the details. So is God. All right. And we're not the judge and the jury and all of that, or the executioner in this case. I just, I'm fascinated by this. It just really caught my interest today. Okay. Bannon and other defendants were each charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Each count carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. In addition to Colfage and Bannon, the DOJ identified Botolato and Shea as the other suspects arrested and indicted. Here's what the White House has to say. White House spokesperson Alyssa Farah referred questions to the indictments uh, on the indictments to the DOJ, saying it is, quote, not a White House matter. Love it. Put, speaking of putting up borders and boundaries, White House automatically distancing himself and the entire administration from this mess. I just thought it was interesting that Trey Gowdy took the time to remind us of some of Bannon's history all, although he ended with, hey, he still believes in due process, thank God, and so considering his position, and so do I. But interesting 
that, and I haven't even turned on mainstream media to see how this is going to be, how this will be spun. I don't even know what will happen this evening on Fox and other stations, OAN. I don't know how anyone's covering this. It just caught my attention today because I know of so many Democrats who run nonprofits and run so many other things through them and out of them and offshoots and things that are feeding it and they're feeding it back out. I mean, it's it's almost like a plasmapheresis. Do you know what that is? It's the only time I've ever nearly fainted during a medical procedure that I wasn't even receiving. I mean, I've been in nursing school. I, you know, I've, I've done it all in medicine, emergency medicine for peds. I mean, it, it's so nothing is really, especially in emergency medicine, right? Nothing really freaks me out. But I watched my husband when he had to have plasma phoresis. They thought this would work to basically clean your blood. That, that's just a very simple way of, you know, and how do they do it? It's, it's a little, a little bit more modern than leaching, <laughs> but, um, but it's where they take your blood out via tubes, run it through a machine to clean the blood and then put it back through tubes back into your body. And again, I don't know what it was about walking into a room while he was ill with ALS and seeing him hooked up to this device where there was just blood running through tubes. I can't even explain it. I've never felt faint since then or prior to that. But just seeing that process was like, oh, that's what the nonprofit world, there are there are a lot of, I mean, it's just like with your taxes. There are a lot of loopholes and and legal in legal ways that legal details and legal ways that you can do things that that on the on the outside may have the appearance of what a sham, what a scheme, because this person who's directly related to this nonprofit has a for profit or another nonprofit that's feeding and funneling and investing in and receiving funds and and listen some of your. Some of your uh, heads of nonprofits, they are not living the broke life. And I, again, I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with wealth. Matter of fact, I look to more of my own. I look forward to more of my own. But I don't have a problem with people having, and define exorbitant, de- define obscene wealth. I mean, it's just not my place to judge someone's level of wealth. Now, when you're talking about lying to people and deceiving people. Now, did did things change? Like, did they go, well, crap. You know, I mean, is Steve Bannon really that much of a, of a dunce that he didn't, he doesn't know how a nonprofit runs? Did he really think he'd be able to fly under the radar of some kind of a, of, of a Ponzi scheme, especially with building the wall? Did he think he wasn't going to have a target, a bullseye on his forehead or his back from building the wall. I mean, come on. But it did start out as one thing and it turned into another. And so when they were just collecting the money, it appears as though there wasn't any form of a structure in place. Then the crowdfunding source is like, mm, nah, not going to work for us. So either get it together and have it go to a nonprofit, and maybe Steve's nonprofit was already in place. And so they're like, oh, bada bing, bada bing, we'll just send it over to old Stevie, and uh, and then we'll funnel out from there. 
Okay. But I think the thing that's gotten them this time is, or in this moment with this particular alleged scam. And let me tell you, Steve Bannon does not look well. I don't know what's going on with his health, but that poor man has seen better days in every photo I've seen of him for the past year. I mean, that started happening as soon as he, you know, basically turned on our beloved uh, president. So I always warn people about that, but that's for another show. So, um, yeah, he looks awful. But that aside, then they switch gears and they're like, okay, now we're not going to have the government fund build the wall. We're not funding for the government. Furthermore, it's like, who exactly in the government were you going to hand this money over to? I'm sorry. We can't even, I'm like, who exactly was going to appropriate this, these funds, these $25 million minus whatever you've been using for your quote, lavish lifestyle. Again, define lavish. No idea. I'm not defending these dudes. I'm just telling you there are multiple sides to every story. Devil's in the details. So is God. Okay, and it will all flush out because another scripture you can count on is that whatever happens in the dark will be revealed in the light. So believe me, this will be something that we can listen to Sean Hannity bloviate about for the next, and I love Sean, but we can listen to him for the next 12 months or or less or more, whatever. Um, Probably take less than that considering what's at stake for the left. But talking about either he will completely use this to distance the president from Steve Bannon and Steve Bannon and crew are about to be thrown directly under a New York bus, or uh, they're going to look at it from an objective standpoint that says, hey, you know, who knows? Who really knows? We'll find out in a couple of months. Or, you know, is it going to be a whole whiteboard experience for us for us again as viewers and listeners that we get to, you know, uh, point out all the people and connect the dots and who did this and when and what? Or is it just simply a very obvious, like Trey Gowdy said earlier in the show, is this an obvious fraud scheme? And if it is, what a way to go. Really, guys? I mean, what a crappy thing to do to American patriots at a time. I mean, just how much of a crap person do you have to be to deceive people out of millions of dollars their hard-earned money to fortify the boundary around our nation and not do with it what you said you would. It's going to be really interesting to follow the path of this money into in this investigation and just how much of it, how much of the details are as nefarious as they are written out to be, as they are alleged to be. So I'm curious, what what are your thoughts on this? I want to hear from you for show, because you know I love hearing from y'all. Uh, I want to hear from you about what do you think this is? What do you think the details are going to be? MonicaMatthews.com. You can also email me at Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. iTunes and Stitcher and so many other download mediums. You can hear my work and thank you for sharing my work. Sign up for my newsletters at MonicaMatthews.com as well. Oh, I'm wiped. I'm ready for the weekend. How about you? Be good to your neighbor. Beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, 
act like one. Thank you.